we shouldn't. <laughs> and with that, welcome to the Node podcast. I am your host, your captain, your leader. Listen to me. My name is Zach. And this is the Astonode podcast. And I'm Justin, second in command, apparently. And this is the Astonode podcast. I think we we introduced ourselves as Astonode before. We just told them our real names. Now they're coming for us. Oh, fuck. Is this the first time we said our names? No, yeah, it's not. Fuck. Now the FBI is no. going to break down the door. They're going to shove a vaccine in our arms. It's going to be. This is, not, this is not the first time we said our names. Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Also, the FBI. If they wanted to come and kill us, they would do it right now. Do you think so? Yeah, they're listening to this podcast. They're like our f- only listeners. Well, FBI, if you're listening, try it. I ain't no bitch. My man raised no bitch. If you're the FBI, wait until I move out and it's just <laughs> Justin here and then try it. If you're the FBI, feed my cats if you succeed. I'd rather not have my cats eat my dead face. Do you know the song, something that goes like, in the land down under? Maybe. Land down under. Maybe. I think it's about Australia. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking we could do that, but ask to know. You know what's terribly American? My best reference for Australian culture is Kangaroo Jack. Live action or cartoon? Live action. I didn't even know there was a cartoon. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was after the live action. That was honestly such a great movie. It's a terrible movie, but it was a part of my childhood, so I love it. It was terribly it was terribly good. It was terribly good. One time, a quick story about Kangaroo Jack. One time when I was like seducing uh, a female in high school, mm-hmm. um, she came back over to my house and we watched that movie, like a little a little DVD and chill, if you will. How romantic. And right? And do you remember the scene where they're like riding the camels and like the camel starts farting yeah and like the and then it's like a it's like a such a hack bit but there's like just like fart 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 and it gets progressively louder and then the last one it's like by far the loudest fart please don't tell me you farted next to this girl on the couch no 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 oh thank god i mean i might have because i was really happy because i was like successfully seducing her but um (laughs) no the the gag is the black friend, I forget his name, really funny actor. Yeah, I don't remember his name either, but I know you talk about. He he was like, that last one was me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So during that part, like five minutes before that, me and her, because we were in high school and I was kind of like scared to make a move, we were kind of just like cuddling and snuggling. And I finally, I finally made the move like well into the movie, like five minutes before that scene. And then one... In the middle of us making out, there was like, (laughs) like on the TV and it just, and it just like completely, when something like, when something noise like that happens, it takes all of the air out of the room. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, I love, you know, I, I really respect your decision not to go with something like the notebook. What the or fuck? Like, my dog Skip, something a girl, something that I think most guys would be like a girl would be into this. You said Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, I was like, we're watching what I'm into. And by the way, I'm not even going to watch because I'm going to be trying to make be trying to make out with you the whole time. But yeah, I just needed something that was like white noise, you know? Yeah. So I was like Kangaroo Jack, but then I didn't I forgot the fart scene. But what 
I say all that to say this. We should do the Land Down Under song, but Asta knows. Oh. I don't know that song. Land Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> land Down Under. Land of the ass. In the nose. Land of the nose. Uh, I, I, it's very hard to riff on this song that I've okay. never heard in my life. No, we're going to pivot. <laughs> Audible. What about Natasha Bedingfield's Pocket Full of Sunshine? Okay. I got a pocket, got a pocket full of asses. I got a pocket, got a pocket full of noses. No. Woo! Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Say what you want, but you're never going to cancel me. In it. <laughs> yes! Keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. Say what you want, but you're never going to cancel me. As to nose, and you know we're like a family. Yo. Oh. As to nose. Nose. <laughs> yes. Oh. Give me a nose. Give me an ass. Some Give me a, to sniff. I sniff that ass. Wow, that was really good. Take me away. Take me away. <laughs> and ask to nose. Ask to nose. Ask to ask to ask to ask to nose. Wow, you know, we might just be actually like recording artists. We should start a band, dude. Oh my god, we totally should start a band. A duet, and we don't actually play any instruments. We just, <laughs> we just, it's an acapella group, but mm. it's a, it's an acapella duet. By the way, I want you to know that what you just witnessed as a black person has always been my bane. If I'm freestyling and I do get a good line or two out, I can't continue because I start laughing because I'm like, holy shit, I just like rapped a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you just, I mean, you didn't rap, but I know what you're saying. You just killed the freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, God yeah, never could freestyle at parties for that reason. Because you get all excited because you just yeah, had a good line. I start, and then I get giggly, and I'm like, oh my God, now I can't think. Dude, me and my friends used to have, like, serious, not rap battles, but, like, freestyle, like, mm. just kind of, like, chill, not chill sessions, like, yeah. think tank sessions, and we just freestyle and go through type beats and, uh... We, you, it it when you get like a really good line you do get excited but you have to maintain that composure you do and it's, keep going it's, it's really difficult honestly <clears throat> like i mean i mean you're literally it's basically writing like writing poetry but like on the spot it's what we're doing right now it's riffing so <laughs> like what we're doing now we deserve credit for even though it's not do it. do it's it. not funny yeah it's not at all don't listen to this podcast if you want to laugh if you were listening to this podcast right now, either either decide that you're going to have an uh, unfulfilling life or turn it off right now. Yeah, I second that. I second that motion. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get that thing you wanted. You're not going to date that person. Not if you spend time listening to these two fucking degenerates. You're not, you're not going anywhere. No, but I think people are hammered with... Like, we're mind-numbingly... The, the stuff we consume is mind-numbing and our brains are rotting. Mm. Again, a stolen opinion from Tim Dillon, but it's, you know, it's I true. Actually, I, that episode, when he said that in that episode, that set off like a whole thing for me because I listened to that episode too. The, the one with Giannis Papas? Yeah, I just listened to that earlier today. And um, he said that our minds were rotting and I thought it was interesting. It kind of, re it, for a second, it awoke my old like uh, high school debate team self where I was like, is it rotting our minds? Because, well, I was thinking that, like, the internet, because I've always thought the internet 
is always giving us a net positive as far as to like, you know, people's minds becoming better, bigger and better. But I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe we're not. And even even if there's a net positive, it's not like it's an absolute positive. Mm. There are drawbacks. Yeah. And he did mention reality TV, which he, did. he also talked about TikTok and all that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm worried for my mom because I called her today. And she was crying. And I was like, Mom, what's wrong? And she's like, I can't stop watching TikToks. No she, way. She was crying laughing. No way. Yeah. Oh, it, that poor lady. She's getting sucked in. Dude, she's so fucked. She's so in deep. My friend got her into it, came over, and she's she my friend, she had a TikTok, and uh. she was showing my mom TikToks. And she, my mom's like, you have to make me one. And do you know what kind of TikTok your mom is on? Like what branch of TikTok? Dude, no. I don't even know what branches there are. I know there's like, you know, there's like the dancing TikTok and then there's like voiceover TikTok and um I think there's like gamer TikTok. Dude, you just there's name like pretty girl TikTok. Okay. Like hot girl TikTok or something like that. Yeah, I mean, but no, I'm not on TikTok. I just have filtered information that I get on Twitter. Yeah, you're not a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I can't. That, that, that's not my zhuzh, if you will. What's zhuzh? My zhuzh. Like it's just it's not my. It's like it's not my thing. It's not my zhuzh. Is that a real word? Um, honestly, I have no idea if it's like genuinely like a real word in the dictionary. But I've like. Did you make it up things. or you use no. slang? No, my judge. Where I wonder where I got that from. I don't know. I've always said that because it's not my judge. So you might have made it up. I don't think so. I think my mom says it. Maybe it's a family thing, or maybe it could be a local thing around right interlocking. But no, judge. my mom probably wouldn't say it. it. Must be, it must be family, because the only people I can really remember saying it are like people I'm related to. Mm. I'm glad they handed me down something. No money, but you know. <laughs> That's better than money. Yeah, I get I get a word, judge. That's probably not a word. Um, but anyway. Oh yeah, I did want to tell um this story. Do you think we should tell the story of the airsoft? Okay, I'm gonna tell. It. Okay, so this just yesterday, listeners, we it, it was our roommate Nick's um, birthday this past Thursday. He plays airsoft, so he wanted to go play airsoft, and we went to this place that I'll leave nameless. <laughs> Shout out Raptors Airsoft Field. Jesus. In the land. Well, shout out Raptors Airsoft Field. And it was very cute. You know, we like pull up. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's like next to a farm. Very much like um, our thing. We fuck with that shit. Especially my love, that country shit. So we get there. We're like getting our guns ready. Like, um, <clears throat> and it's, it's like little plastic BBs. For those of you who don't know what Airsoft is, their guns look just like real guns. Most of them. But it's like fake bullets that like you can get hit with and it doesn't hurt you. Um... But we go, we're getting our stuff ready, and the guy that owns this farm, he comes out, hooks himself up to this speaker, right, and just blares his voice over the whole uh, little waiting area where there was probably, like, 50 people waiting um, to go start a match. And, you know, it started very much like what I expect. He's just like, you know, thank y'all for coming, and we're family friendly, and, you know, no cussing. And we worship Jesus here. He did want to make sure that we knew that we he worshiped Jesus here. And then he said, so he said, um, we did this because we wanted to do something for the vets. <laughs> Try to do my best impression of that man. His accent was way, way like country of the mind. Um, and so I was like, okay, cute for the vets. And I thought, right, that he would be like saying, like, okay, so we donate this much of however you spend at the park on the vets, but no. 
he mentioned the vets and then he started moving on into um we're being called to battle for our second amendment rights is this good am i doing it well we're being called to battle and that's what we do here is we prepare to defend ourselves you're doing it all wrong give, give it to me you're doing it you're doing it like a proud boy but he was doing you're not a proud boy you're doing it like too on the nose too cliche i mean he was pretty cliche he his his subject matter was but his delivery was not he was like a like a patriarchal figure like a preacher type not like not like a violent resistant yeah you're type. right he did sound more like a pastor this was this is what i this is what i liked he was like he, he mentioned his son who like came back from iraq and his son get, was the brainchild mm -hmm. for this airsoft field and then he said he didn't he transitioned by saying this we are at war yeah <laughs> but like in a soup very strongly not yelling but like very strongly in this deep southern accent we are at war yo he really did like i'm glad you reminded me of that but that was like he it was normal and then out of nowhere, it was, we are at war. We are at war. And it just went from there. War against against fake news. Oh, war. Yeah. He mentioned CNN. I mean, mentioned CNN. <laughs> he said, you know, reading the propaganda machine of MSNBC, whatever, CNN. CNN. Um, ABC, he says something. ABC, like, yeah. I Which, I don't know what ABC did to him. Girl, I don't even, I didn't even, is that a news or... I mean, I'm sure they have news, but ABC Family, you I don't have that. There were a couple acronyms he said that I was like, I don't think those were news organizations. I think he's just like listing acronyms right now. But No, he said ABC, NBC, and CNN. But uh, he was, his delivery was so OP of like a like preacher that I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's the owner of the park. He clearly does this spiel. Yeah. Yeah. every time uh -huh. so he's gotten really good at refining it which and so at this point it was like it was like weird you know i like to have an open mind but i was like okay this is a little bit i i just came to play with my toy gun it didn't um, it didn't help that we were literally five feet away from him and also me and nick were the only at that point i was the only black person that i saw there was one other black guy there we saw later in the day and then nick was the only asian person so i was also like okay if this is like a proud boys training camp Right now, this might be this might be a little bit dicey. Like this could get dicey. I had that feeling. I was like, ooh. <coughs> but while that was a little bit weird, and I'm pretty sure they probably do have some kind of like a paramilitary guys training in this airsoft field uh, outside of ours. It was really fun. Like it was really fun. And you know, <clears throat> that was the only time I really got political. Like, nobody else really cared. Well, other people were kind of talking politics. About gun control, obviously, because everybody's interested in guns there. Um, but yeah, everybody was just really sweet and dorky. And that that, that surprised me. I, I we were talking about it earlier, and I told you, like, I really kind of expected everybody there to be, like, dude bros that were like, you step on my field, bro? You can't even shoot, bro. Like, your gun doesn't even shoot straight, bro. Like, I don't know. I expected, like, a little bit of uh, gatekeeping. And now they were all very much, which it probably helped that there were literal children there as well. <laughs> So it was like, I can only be so bad, you know? But um. No, the kids were better than us, by the way. <laughs> but it was very much the clientele there was 
very much um, like youth group, like kids who were just like, hey, man, like mm. we're going to have fun today and like it's going to be sweet, man. Yeah, like they were very, it was very cute. Yeah. Are, are are you are you are you leaving out anything that you can think of as far as, you know, the av- av- events and activities of the day? What I was what I was about to say, because I'm pretty sure I know what you're referencing. Um, <clears throat> what I was about to say is that, like, for the listeners that I do want to, like, say, because I definitely thought this, if you think that, like, you can get out, especially in the Florida heat and run around with a gun and squat and shoot at people with an airsoft gun, um, it's going to be easy. You got another thing coming. I you're, honestly, you're projecting. Uh, no, listen, because I'm not the most active person, but uh, I can't get outside of work in the sun all day. And at one point, after we had played a few rounds, I offered to be a position. What? Why are you making that face at me? Don't play with me. This I offered is, this to be in a position that had that involved running for up to fifteen minutes, and I was like, you know what? I got it. Because Nick had done it, and he couldn't do it anymore, and I felt bad for him. So it's like I got it. And bro, when I tell you, I have never in my life felt so much like I was just gonna pass out. It was. It felt like I was really in war because I was taking in heavy fire and I was like peeking. I was like hiding behind a barricade and then jumping over and going full auto, like and I like died back in. And then a guy came up behind me and like was screaming in my ear. He's like, "We're taking heavy fire! Like move, move, move!" And I'm like going up to move, and and Justin's right in front of me, and he picks up his his like mask, his like gear over his eye and mouth and just goes and throws up right on the ground and i was i don't i is it possible to have ptsd even though you never did (laughs) even though you never went to war because i literally in that moment i thought i was in a battle like i was like oh shit yo i did too i did too let me explain let me explain for the audience a um so like this what was the game mode called vip and it was basically one team had one person that they had to get to a point in the to point A, and then the other team had to stop them from getting the, their VIP to that point. If the VIP goes down, you get three shots, and if you go down, you out of the game. So like, I had like a group of niggas around me. And when you when you say that, all white kids. Yeah, they were white boys, but you know, so a group of lovely white gentlemen around me, and you know, they're like we're running through this like forest like path and. <clears throat> And these niggas are like, come on, we got to go. We got to go. You know, and I'm literally it was it was crazy as fuck. Like, I felt like I was fine one second. And then it was like instantaneously, like my head got like blurry. Like, I just I couldn't make sense of anything. And like, I, I completely like a lost feeling in my legs. I think my legs maybe overheated and I just fell on the dirt. And from that point, like I it took me like we spent I spent, I spent like the next five minutes trying to like stand up and like running a little bit and falling again and they're like there's a battle happening and they're like you gotta move and i'm like what the fuck i can't you and nick both (coughs) both drastically overvalued your physical condition and let me say this to start with nick i'm i'm out here on the couch at like eight in the morning drinking my coffee yeah. And Nick comes out and starts chugging a Pepsi. I do, see. That's I do want to say. I feel like I would not have. I wouldn't have been that bad if I had had a full meal yesterday. Before no, we went out. No, bed. no. First of all, okay. First of all, don't defend yourself before I even get to my point. I will. <laughs> don't. So, Nick 
gets dehydrated the very first game. All that happens is we go to lunch after this and Nick volunteers to be like the guy who runs a lot right away off the bat. He's like, that's my role. Inevitably, by the way, we won the first game because, and we Nick did. made like a full sprint. Yeah, he did that shit. But inevitably, he gassed out you who smokes a thousand cigarettes a day. I don't smoke that many cigarettes a day. Obviously, it's hyperbole. <laughs> no one smokes it. But you know what I mean? You smoke all day. You don't I exercise. Do. And you're like, I'll be the second person to do this role. Yes. So it, I'm just saying. Listen, it, I'm the one of those that likes to share in my friend's pain. I don't think. I think you guys had some hubris and you guys had some <laughs> some toxic masculinity and you guys wanted to prove yourself on the <laughs> battlefield and you wanted to be like Jocko Willy Link and be like good. I mean Loki a little bit, but I will that is I'm glad you said pride because I will say that is the main thing I got out of it like and I can I can't even say this and try to make it funny, but like it honestly was humbling as fuck. It was and there were literally, like, white, like, nerdy teenage boys out there that, like, if I saw them on the street, I'd be like, I could kick their ass. But the whole thing was humbling because I was like, I can't do what these people are doing right now. Like, I physically can't do it. No, no. These these were guys who... And, you know, it's obviously not everybody out there is, like, on some crazy level. Like we said, some of them were kids. But, like, there were, like, some of these guys out there were, like... They were serious about their fucking craft. I mean, they clearly took it more serious than us. Yeah, guys, I, you know, and then the fashion, the fashion, you know, like one guy wore a ghillie suit. Almost everybody was actually dressed like they were like in camo, in camo with like um, vests, vests. Yeah, and like pockets everywhere. Some people had radios. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Dude, when I saw a guy with a radio, like a helmet with like the mic, I was like, is that working or is that like for like for show and he's like nah it works yeah. i was like what the hell i really did not i really that was my first time going to one and i really did not expect all that but it was really cool like you know the the call to war at the beginning before the first match was a little bit strange but um you know it was humbling and it was really educational and it inspired me like i think i might start jogging every now and then <laughs> sure dude looking back now that those kids were, most of the kids were super nice, but they were 100%, uh, let's say nerdy-ish, dorkish. Mm. What if that whole, like, the call to war thing was just to, like, build up these kids' self-esteem? Um, you think that whole thing could have just been to get them in the, in, like, in the zone? I, dude, it got me in the zone. It didn't. It did not get me in the zone. Not my black ass. When he started talking about where I wore, I was like, "Oh, oh shit." Well, I didn't think about his speech, but once we started playing, I was like, "Oh, I'm in this." Mm. Even though I was running out of bullets and stuff, I was like, "I need to contribute. Like, I need to get that stuff right now." Yeah, so, you do get very into it. The mom mentality shocked me too, because like the first match, I it, like it started after they told us the rules and whatnot, and like. I just kind of looked around because I was like, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> and like everybody around me was running. So I just started running, which was a bad idea. I should have taken it easy. But I started running full sprint literally the second I saw everybody else run. And it's funny because I'm always that guy that I'm, I'm like, I'm the bitch that's like, oh, no, I am not a follower. And 
I wouldn't be that one bitch that freaks out when something's going on because everybody around me is freaking out. I will have a cool head. And I didn't. And we were literally just playing a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, even though it was a bunch of LARPers mm. and we were in a sand field and fake toy guns, mm. it was a reality check. What I will say, what I will say, because like liberals in them like like to the, you know they poke fun at the paramilitary guys that are doing their drills and they're out in the woods with their guns and you know they're training for war they like to poke fun at them niggas and kind of act like you know haha you guys are dorks but like <clears throat> if this civil war that everybody seems to think is gonna happen does happen you ain't winning y'all ain't beating them that's what they got learned yesterday was that because the average person, I don't think, can really get out there and do that for, like, an hour. All day? No. No way. And, like, definitely not the average liberal, because I'm sorry, but y'all like to sit inside and be on y'all's phones too much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some of, our, some, of our, <laughs> some of our nameless city-slicking liberal friends mm-hmm. that, let's say, they attend college uh, for, for things, for the arts. Uh, Speaking of, can we, is being a, like, I love, I just absolutely love how having a vaccine, like getting a vaccine now is a personality trait. That, I, fabulous, fabulous. And when you say fabulous, you mean vomit inducing? I mean, it could be sarcasm. It could not be. Um, <laughs> I just. Yeah, it's, um, we're in the middle of it, folks. It's literally like my whole, every, every time, every, every time I get on Twitter for like the past, like, I don't know, month, some bitch is like, I got the vaccine, it's letting everybody know, like, girl, don't nobody care. Do you inform us when you get a colonoscopy? Dude, that would be. Do you be, take a selfie yeah. with the doctor and his finger right up your booty? And yeah. And you, you, you're like, colonoscopy guys, letting everybody know I'm good. Got checked. Prostate no, exam. Right? Like you, it's, it's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it's very weird, and it's... I don't know what to do because people that I like and respect are also doing it. And I'm like, what the... Like... Yeah. This is... You it's know, tough. I just know that the niggas, like the CEOs or whoever of like Pfizer and Moderna and them, they are having the time of their life right now. They convinced literally half of America, like the liberal half of America, that they are like these life-saving like entities and like got them so into these vaccines that it's now becoming like a thing that like, it's probably gonna be an option on Grindr soon. Yeah, 100%. And they just made a killing from the creation and distribution of the vaccine. But... They're also getting an insane digital marketing Bro. boost. I it, and for free. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think these big pharma companies even necessarily need like a digital marketing uh, boost. But yeah. and I don't know like if their marketing team even cares about like doing having an online presence like that. But they just it's going viral. So it makes me think: was this planned? Even if it wasn't planned, they're obviously like, they're like, dude, a year ago this time, people were blaming us for the death of middle America. Literally. And now we're about to become the richest motherfuckers in the history of the earth. It's like the, the, 
the the switch the the swing in public opinion and the storyline was crazy that you know that really is the most shocking part about it to me or about it to me is just like did we like what happened to the you know big medicine and they're corrupt and they charge us all this money for medicine that we should be getting for free or cheap and they are cutting out competitors and they're not telling us the things that we should know about these drugs and they're killing people what happened to that (laughs) What happened to that? But this is great because people that used to fall in the same group that believe that are now pro-vax and they are exposing themselves. So people like us who kept the receipts can go back and be like, hmm, do you believe this now or do you just change your belief based on public opinion? So this is where we really get into the juicy stuff. This is where we the the fake get exposed and the real come out. And it's and you know I do want to emphasize I'm not anti-vax, but I do find it strange that like a year ago, if you mentioned any of these companies, any Democrat would have just had something to say about the opiate uh, crisis, the opiate addiction crisis that they caused. And you're right, just like that. Now it's, ooh, are you getting a Pfizer? Oh, I'm doing Moderna. Yeah. Yeah, Moderna's my daddy. Dude, you know I... how these niggas be. And that's, and that's what's kind of bothered me about it, uh, like, the most, is that it's, it's becoming, like, a cultural, like, uh, it's, like, a way to get clout. Like, niggas are, like, literally getting this vaccine for clout right now. Yeah. Because like, you, know you know what people also do for clout is they put Gorilla Glue in their hair. So it's, right. like, it's, like... What what is anything on or off the table? And I don't know, man. It's all going to shit, but I'm so glad we're getting a front row seat to it. Girl, I know. I just, I, I will find it funny unless this whole vaccine um, passport thing like really gets off the ground and niggas start uh, asking me for my vaccine passport. Dude. Because I'm going to have problems. But I tell you, I will hit the streets. I will hit the motherfucking streets. And they go piss me off too because they go force me to protest with Republicans, and I don't nobody want to do that. Don't nobody want to be seen out there. But y'all gonna make me trying to make because they go they go. There's already so many people are talking about literally making people get this vaccine. I think you're confusing like Democrats and Republicans for like Democrats and Republicans on your timeline as well. Well, that, I mean, that's a very... Because if you're protesting with Republicans, it'll be like you and my deaf dad, like, protesting. And you and my dad will get along. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I would protest with the regular Republicans. Not the weird, these weird, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene-like types. But this is another thing. Most of the Democrats and Republicans that are the loudest voices on Twitter, like... You know the girl who carries the AR and pooped her pants? The blonde girl? <laughs> yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, the, b- boom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's her name. Whatever. Her, na- her name looks like it's yeah, the Becky. Yeah, Jewish or... space laser bitch. I thought that was a congresswoman. Whatever. What You know the girl who's like, she goes on college campuses and she just gets offended that she wants to carry her AR into class. And it's oh, like. Okay, yeah, I know that girl. Republicans and Democrats that are influencers are the like a caricature of 
the party lines. Like if you talk to most Democrats or Republicans, they're going to be much more reasonable. But if you talk to like people like that who are in it for clout mm. and who have been exposed because they flip flop based on whatever gets them clout or gets them public sympathy points or whatever, those people represent a distortion of the party. Yeah, it's like the difference between like the main voter block, the politicians, and the like three percent. Yeah. <clears throat> the lowest common denominator. Which I mean, just like I you know I got beef with everybody anyway, because with Republicans and Democrats, because it's like even y'all, even the ones that are like normal and you don't really like maybe you don't really care that much about politics anyway, you're just like with a party that aligns with you. Like y'all keep picking the worst fucking people to run in these elections. Like Y'all, 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 y'all just pick the worst, and, it, and I'm independent, so I'm literally stuck with the fucking leavings, whatever old fucking white man you guys decide to put forward. I just got to deal with that. That shit. That's why I got beef with Democrats and Republicans all like down the up and down the board because I'm just like, if it were up to me, I wouldn't vote for any of these niggas. Really. Why do they all have like the same haircut? the same face, the same no lips, but a mouth. I like, don't know who you're talking about, but... <laughs> it could, that could apply to a hundred different politicians. It's it like, could. they're cookie cutter, they're cliche, and I think we live in a simulation because this shit is too... They're too white bread. They're too milk toast or whatever. It's... I don't know what to think anymore, man. Fucking... I, I people laugh in my face when I said I liked Andrew Yang, and it's like <laughs> to me he wow. seems like like a reasonable guy, and they're like exactly that's why like you're a fucking pussy and you need to kill yourself, and it's like I don't know, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm right, I'm saying oh. who I like. I liked Andrew Yang too, I did I did because he was one of the only candidates in that election that I saw that actually had like a semblance of a plan. He had a plan that he was willing to tell you, like, exactly what the plan was without yeah. changing course. Yeah, he real. was coherent and not rambling and babbling. Mm -hmm. And he see, he was like an honest, seemingly honest, straight up guy who just had a wife and kids and was highly accomplished and successful. But was like, I just want to create, like, the best version of America for my family to live in. So that's what I got. And I was like, that seems like, you know, the real American dream or whatever. <laughs> and people are like, no, go fucking, you're going to die. You're, you're just fucking sheep, sheep. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know. Uh, was Andrew Yang a sheep candidate? I didn't I don't know. I, it's, I don't know, because like I said, he was, he was the only one, one of the few to me that seemed like he was like a fucking person. Like, because most, most of these candidates that run, they're like weird. They seem like robots like they seem like robots that were programmed to act like a person but like there's like a bug and either either I mean, look at biden this nigga can't <laughs> every time he fucking talks in front of a camera he gets halfway through his sentence and he goes um it's like he's buffering yeah he's got to be a robot yeah there's, like he has he must be. he does what adobe audition does every time we're about to start this podcast fucking literally <laughs> he it goes it 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 literally it's the same thing as before except it just it takes a little bit longer to to download 
to to process yeah, the files. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucked. It's weird, and like, and that's why I got beef with everybody because y'all need to quit voting for these niggas. Quit it. More people voted than in a long time. I don't know. Like I said, this is exactly why when this podcast gets huge and I'm the next Joe Rogan, I'm running for president. Okay, neither of those are gonna happen. <laughs> but I, I like, still think Joe Rogan should run for president. I think yeah, he yeah. You you hold on to that idea, and I'm gonna continue to shoot it down. I really think he would win. He wouldn't. I really do. He, he would wouldn't. have at least as good of a chance as Trump did. No. How not? Because Rogan's not willing to lie. <laughs> oh, well, that's maybe a good point. He is honest. <clears throat> no one likes honesty, apparently. Uh, Speaking uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny. You just reminded me of... um. <laughs> We were talking about politics, so I guess this is kind of related. Have you heard of a crisis uh, pregnancy center? No. So, okay. I read this. There are these things, right, where they pose as, like, they're, like, supposed to be, like, we're doctors and we help pregnant women. They're supposed to be, like, you know, some kind of, like, a office for pregnant women to go to when they're about to have a baby or to look for an abortion or whatever. I read this story on Twitter from this woman who is, like, an OBGYN um, that she told a story about one of her clients that walked into this bitch. <laughs> and like, she walks in right. And immediately and she's looking for an abortion. They immediately, they start calling her mommy. Right. And so they're calling her mommy and they're saying really weird shit about her baby. And she's like, I'm just trying to get abortion. Like I'm trying to eat this nigga out of my puss right now. Like I don't want this baby. And they're like, and they, and then like they send her to a counselor that starts telling her that she needs to pray and shit. And it's just weird. And then she's like there forever. And then they, they uh, make her do, uh, what is it, an ultrasound? Where they scan the baby? Yeah, an ultrasound. <laughs> and then they, 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 so they do the ultrasound. She's sitting in there looking at the baby. And they tell the baby that the baby is older than it actually is, apparently. And, um, and, then the, and then they lock her in the room with the ultrasound. Like playing on a video. They lock this bitch in a room for hours. <laughs> if it, I'm sorry, but I just find it, it's really terrible. Like, it's kind of horrifying, but it's also hilarious. Cause like, first of like, like imagine you, you're this pregnant woman and you're, you're here at this office and it's like mad strange. They're literally calling you mommy. And you like, you do this weird ultrasound. The bitch gives you a number that sounds way wrong for the age of the baby. And you're like, okay. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to be right back. And she leaves and you hear that lock click. And you're like, these motherfuckers. Like, it just hits. You're looking at an ultrasound of a baby that looks way too small for the age that they're giving you. The vibes will be weird. And you realize, fuck, now I'm, like, trapped by this, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to tell you this, Justin, but that story was fake. Do you think it was fake? I mean, the woman on Twitter, she wasn't verified. I was going to say this. She wasn't verified, but her Twitter said MD. So she was telling a story about a patient she had? Yeah. Yeah, she was saying that she had a patient that just um who that claimed came, came into her office and like cried apparently like cried for hours because she was like so traumatized. It totally could be fake. I just thought the story was hilarious because how do you get through like hours of all of that weird shit to the point where they lock you in the room with your own ultrasound? 
No, nah, dude, I hate to, I hate to break it to you, but that's fake. I don't. I mean, I'm like I'm saying, I don't. I don't know if it's fake or not. If it's fake, it was well written because it was really funny. Dude, you gotta get off Twitter threads, man. You gotta start t- stop tweeting Israel Adesanya's dick at four in the morning as well. I didn't even know. First of all, I didn't even know that was Israel Adesanya when I looked at the picture. I didn't because I saw it, and the only thing I thought was Falcon and Winter Soldier because it was something. It was like. Israel was watching two white boys fuck or something. They were they were jujitsuing, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You need I, to you need my point is you need to get off. You need to take a break on Twitter, okay? Oh my I God. love you, but like Tim says, it's rotting your brain a little bit. <laughs> like I, I'm serious. Why is rot my brain? I think, I think. You getting in like dust ups with like other people on Twitter. I think these threads. I think I don't think it's good for you. I'm I'm being real. Not you. I think I think it's like an intervention happening on the podcast right now. But uh, not dust ups. It's I don't the worst plan. I literally have. I rarely argue on Twitter. And but I don't really but, argue because there's no point. But when you do. You tell me about it, and you have this shit-eating grin on your face, <laughs> like you just, like you just murked someone. Okay, well, in let me defend myself because you're making me sound like uh, some kind of like a like a Twitter addict. I just find Twitter really fun because it's like a it's an interesting cross section of certain parts of our society. The first step of addiction is admittance. And you need to admit <laughs> that you have a problem. And I love you, Justin, but I think you spend more time on Twitter than anyone I know. Really? Yeah. This is. Uh, I spend that long on Twitter. I you mostly use it for again. News. The first step is admittance. So I'm gonna wait for you to get to that first step. But, I mostly use it for news. I will. How would I have known about Prince Harry if I didn't have Twitter? Wait. Prince Philip. Yeah, her. Rotting your brain. <laughs> well, that's okay. Listen, I we, I smoke and drink way too much to say that Twitter is rotting my brain. No, no, no. I think I think more so than the smoking and the drinking is the Twitter. Really? So you think if I cut Twitter? Yeah, because we smoke and drink. Close. But what about Instagram? Because I use Instagram and Twitter probably about equally. Instagram, it's different. The I just follow artists on Instagram, though. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter are completely different. Twitter is... I mean, Twitter's a great way to stay abreast of, like, what are like what are people saying? Like, what is the general mood? Not even, though. It's, it, it's, it's the place to figure out the general mood of Twitter and to figure out what people are thinking on Twitter. But the translation to real life isn't one-to-one. Well, I'm also fascinated with the strange kind of collective power that Twitter users have, like, gained. Collective power that Twitter users think they have. I would, at this point, I would say it's getting to the point where it's almost real power. I mean, if enough people tweet about somebody being, like, transphobic, they can get them fired. Like, that's real power. And that's, like, that that fascinates me. Because I really don't, I'm not sure why people don't just ignore it when a bunch of people on Twitter get mad. Yeah, and especially when they're like Russian bots and Yeah, that's another thing you never know how many of these people are like fake, so I mean, what's to stop someone to have like 10 accounts? 
you know? Yeah. I mean, if you, I don't know if you're allowed to tie to the same email, but even if it's not, you can just make 10 free emails. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. I've seen girls who they catch other girls that make fake accounts and then follow them mm -hmm. because they have them blocked on their real account. Oh, and it's like, what the Okay, see, fuck? and here's why I say that I don't have a Twitter problem, because I don't do that shit. I'm, not, like, so far into it that I'm really... I don't even really interact with these people, but for the most part, I just read what they say. And I go, hmm. That's the equivalent... <laughs> that's the equivalent of, like, if I had, like, a coke addiction, and I'm like, at least I'm not a meth head, you know? It's like... Yes, you're not at rock bottom, but I still, I, you can do better. I'm just saying, and I, and the, the reality TV and all this stuff goes into it. It's all, I don't know if it's rotting our brains or we create it because our brains are rotted, Whoa. but there's a rot, there's a rot in our heads that doesn't help with this kind of stuff well what i will say in my defense is that i read books so i feel like compared to the average twitter user my brain's probably good <laughs> i mean i can pick up i can pick up a stephen king book and finish it in a few days so i think you need to come to grips with this and accept reality a little mm -hmm. bit uh but i mean i'm, I'm gonna go at your pace you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push it, uh, but uh, you'll, you'll, you'll come to grips with it. One oh, day. also OnlyFans people being on Twitter. That's also one of the fun parts. That's one of the fun parts. Cause you can see so easy, you know? Nah, dude. I always hated when I saw porn on my Twitter. See, I don't like people that post full porn, but I don't mind like cute aspects. Nah. Also stuff that's really, that's good for reference for art. Cause it's like, it's really hard to find good needs and stuff to study. For like anatomy and shit. I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> Whatever. Did you have any topics you wanted to hit? Um. Well, I mean, you you just slandered my my second topic. <laughs> what is the second topic? Second topic. The second topic. It was the story of the bitch in the CPC. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I did want to talk about Captain America: Winter Soldier, though. What? What about him? So this okay, so this is the one the TV show. Yeah. Okay, and from what I know, which is limited. So okay, so it's the the storylines following Winter the Falcon or the Winter Soldier or both. They're both, yeah. It's not following Captain America. No, Captain America's dead. Um the first Captain America's dead. But they got a new one. Yeah, a new like Mormon looking twink. Captain America. Yeah, but the storyline, he's kind of like a side story. Well, no. What I wanted to say is actually about him. Captain, the the, the new one or the Mormon one? The, yeah, the new Captain America. I can't remember his actual, like, not Captain America name, but whenever people refer to him, they always, like, on Twitter or online or wherever, they always say Captain America in quotes because they're like, he's, I guess, quote-unquote Captain America. But, <clears throat> okay, so the storyline's gotten interesting. As you know, you got... uh. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon's black. Winter Soldier is this white Russian guy that used to be brainwashed. Um, the Falcon has like these metal wings. Captain America, original one, he died. He gave uh, the Falcon his shield. He said, I want you to be the next Captain America. 
Um, cut to this show. The show starts. He, uh, the Falcon, has like this thing where he's like, I don't like the shield. Doesn't feel like it's mine. So he gives it to a museum or whatever. And then like the museum gives it to this new Captain America. And so him and the Winter Soldier, because they were friends with the original Cap, they're like salty about it. Right, so you have new Captain America who looks like a Mormon and his black sidekick. <clears throat> now they're chasing this like super soldier little girl that's like fucking up shit. And um, black sidekick who don't have no superpowers is like in the mix and he get punched in the stomach, right? And he flies across the room and he dead. <laughs> At least we think he's dead. And this was in the most recent episode. So now there's, I just wanted to give you like a, like a general breakdown of like the plot to give you, give you where we're at. And um, so Captain America, the new one, he has this weird like superiority complex because he was a great soldier and he's a shitty superhero, basically. And like he keeps getting his ass whooped and shit by these super soldiers and it's really like getting to him. Like it's really, um, he's not feeling it. And then they come across the super serum and he takes some so that he can be a super soldier, right? And because and at this point he's already going crazy because he can't like he's lost like three fights and he's just like in the pits like this nigga thinks he's worthless and shit because um, he's trying to be Captain America and he's a little bitch boy so he can't and so he takes the super serum and so at this point when his black um, sidekick die he's a super soldier now and then so he dies and the little bitch that did it runs away and he just chases one of the random he chases one of the other super soldiers out there throws them on the ground and they're like in Paris or something uh, and then it, it got weird okay he like there's like people all around him right so he's like a circle of like dozens of people and they like pull out their phones which was kind of funny because I was like world star uh, but and then he murked this nigga he took the shield and just like fucking like smashed him with the shield and just crushed him to death or like cut his head off or something with the edge of the shield who Captain America whose head um one of the super soldiers that they were fighting against okay. yeah just fuck it. It was like, it was okay. So it was crazy. First of all, like from an artistic perspective, I was living for it because it was like, oh my god, this is like, like it was brutal. And it's like what his character is like. What's happening with his character is really interesting. You know, I kind of I love when superhero movies go and shows like go there with like that. So I loved it for that. But also, um, this <laughs> I was I saw a tweet about it. And you can make fun of me for seeing a tweet about it. Um, but a lot of guys on Twitter seem to be really into this character. Although they're very obviously like, like he's crazy and it's going to be a problem. It's already a problem, but it's going to be a worse problem. And a lot, of, a lot of these white boys on Twitter are really like, you know what? That's my hero. That's my hero? Yeah. How old are these guys uh, that are saying these I mean, things? you know, I don't, I don't know online do you know anything about these people are they serious i think so i think i think so something about a psychotic like toxic toxically masculine like really insecure captain america it seems to be hitting a note with the american people that i really i'm kind of surprised i shouldn't be surprised but i'm surprised it hit well well because he's supposed to be a villain and a lot of people i don't i don't feel like he's a villain <laughs> Well, let's let's be real. Forget all the the dark and the toxic masculine. Forget all that. A fictional character in a TV show—that's your hero. Well, yeah. How fucking pathetic is that, bro? Dude, no, 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 Justin, Justin. 
a fictional, a guy whose real name is like Chadwick and he went to like NYU for three years and like almost flunked out, but his parents kept him in like a former acting student that not the actor himself, the role that the actor did in this show. Look, you're going to get canceled by nerd Twitter. That's your hero. Cancel me, nerd Twitter, so I can finally get some goddamn Pussy. respect. That's the word I was going to use, but I changed it to respect. <laughs> yes, dude. This, 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 I'm not going to, this just adds to my point, my previous point, that Twitter's whack, dude. The people that are active on Twitter are whack. Uh, so thank you for that. You're welcome. But but as far as the character himself of Captain America, do you think it's like, was he, when you say toxic, was he like John Wayne toxic? Like, yeah. Like, he keeps getting, like, he just, he wants to, he wants to be in charge. He wants everybody to listen to what he says. He wants to get the credit for everything. He wants to be the one that is the hero at the end of the day. Is it like... He's like putting crazy pressure on himself to be exactly like old Captain America was. Okay, but it's but does he have the skills to back it up? No. No. No, because, well, first first off, like, he, the original Captain America was a super soldier, and this guy was not until this last episode. So that was getting to him that, like, he had to fight super soldiers and he wasn't one and the old Cap used to be one. He was like, how am I going to be Captain America if I'm not a super soldier? Um, but even with the serum, because the, because he the way he fights, because he doesn't fight with, like, he doesn't, he doesn't fight with skill because he's just angry. Like, he still couldn't hold a candle to the old Cap. So he's not like John Wayne. He's kind of just like a sad, sad sack. Yeah, he just really... He really trying to be something he cannot be. I don't think I don't think he could be it. But who who made him the next Captain America? Bro, that I don't know. And that honestly, I wish the show had told us a little bit because like all we got was like Sam did a ceremony where he put the shield in the museum and then he went and tried to buy his sister a boat, but they couldn't because they niggas and it's New Orleans or whatever. And he had no credit because he disappeared for five years because of the snap. Wait, there was like <laughs> a plot line regarding his credit. Yeah. And like his credit because score. When Thanos snapped. He was one of the ones that disappeared. And the nigga at the bank was like, "Well, you don't got no credit for the past five years." And he's like, "What am I supposed to do about that?" Uh, but they didn't get the boat. They could get the boat. They broke black asses. Um, <laughs> and oh shit, what was that? Where was I going? I forgot where I was going. You should hit that bowl one more time. Uh, maybe you'll remember it. But that's great, man. What 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 episode are you in? For this season it's three three episodes are out right now okay yeah. is it every sunday mm, no it's like every like thursday okay fuck yeah or friday something like that but yeah it's on it's a pretty great show i'm really impressed with what marvel's been doing i'm really impressed i really hope that star wars because star wars is about to have so many shows coming out they've got like i think three or four planned for the next three years um and I'm I'm very I'm excited because I fucking love Star Wars, but I'm very apprehensive because like Disney, almost every single thing Disney's made in the Star Wars realm since they bought that shit has been fucking trash. And all the Star Wars fans can kiss my black ass, honestly, if you disagree, because these niggas nut over these hideous movies. Um, they, they no, suck. dude, I'm a Star Wars fan, and and it's it's beyond sad, beyond tragic what's happened to my 
my favorite franchise. It really is like it hurts. It hurts. But you know, I'm always I'm hoping because Disney they've been able to because they also own Marvel. And that's be that's been so good. I'm like I I have faith that they can figure it out. They can figure out how to do Star Wars right. Cuz right now I just I just feel like they don't know how to do it. Like they just don't understand how to make Star Wars work. I do think it works better in a show format though because the Star Wars shows really have always been some of the best stuff. Yeah. So the show's not How be did better. Cartoon Network I guess the Clone Wars was before Disney bought them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they didn't yeah, they didn't make the Clone Wars. Yeah, because it was Cartoon Network, so. Clone Wars was fucking great. Yeah, it was. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not into that stuff, the superhero stuff, and I I like to think I'm an open-minded person, but it's just a line I can't cross. Yeah. No. Well, see, they're really it's really getting like they're they're getting especially with Marvel, they're getting further and further away from the superhero stereotype really like the idea that you have of the guy in tights you know at least for me that's kind of because i i've never really been i used to really not be super into american superheroes because they were just i mean they were kind of faggy like flying around in tights and like oh i'm superman and i'm here to save the day or whatever the fuck like so with their capes and shit but now it's like it's becoming very much like most of the marvel superheroes like they wear regular clothes and they're regular people and they just Ooh, i just remembered I think I lied to you last time I talked to you about the last superhero movie I saw. Really? Because I did see Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool was a good one. Yeah. It was rated R, so I was like, fuck it, I'll see it. But <laughs> Yeah, Deadpool was pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, I do have to say also, in the third episode, there was a fight between do you know like they're like called like the Dora Melange or whatever from um Black Panther? Dude. Okoye? You didn't see Black Panther. We gotta watch Black Panther because I mean, no. gotta, that's not even a superhero movie. That is a black movie. That is like a stop. Black pride Don't movie. pull the black card on me to make me watch Black listen, Panther, dude. Listen, well, listen, I better pick a movie for next movie night anyway. So no, you're not. I sure am. You Try picked it. Kong versus Godzilla, and so. it was amazing. So <laughs> fuck yeah, God Kong versus Godzilla was fucking legendary. It was. Let me get this straight. Writing. Awful. Like, pretty much anything, like anything that you would use to qualify like a good movie, like an Oscar worthy movie, didn't have any of that. None of that. But what it did have was a big ass monkey, a big ass lizard, and a big ass robot. And the, and them niggas threw hands, and it was a great fucking time. It was literally better than this year's Super Bowl. I wasn't there. I cannot speak for how it was. <laughs> I will say though, it is my turn in the rotation to pick a movie. So you have to, okay. So I'm picking a movie, and it's I can promise you it's not going to be Black Panther. And if you pick Black Panther for when it's your turn to pick the movie, I will resent you for that. I have an open mind. Not about superhero movies, dude. And Black Panther is like not even really a superhero. He's a king. Okay. He's a fake king. <laughs> He's a fake king in a movie, dude. He's the king of Wakanda. Of a fake put some, place. Put some, put some respect on his name. Wait, is Wakanda man? a real place? We wouldn't know. It's hidden. It's fake. Okay, so it's hidden. <laughs> this, it's 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 a uh, Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P. Whatever. 
but it's a guy reading lines given to him on a paper that someone wrote. Okay. So, you know, these are our heroes. So this is why we're going to, we're going to be China and J Japan because we got I mean, heroes. Well, at, least, at least our hero isn't like mandatorily our president. Yeah. It's not, and we don't have to call him father. Yeah, because that'd be weird. Dude, imagine Joe being your father, like a stepfather. He would try to fuck you. And you know, if I ever meet Joe Biden in my life before he withers and dies, which is very unlikely, could be any day now, call him Papa. Fuck that. He's so creepy <laughs> Pat looking. Pat. What's up, Pat Pat? He looks like a guy. Pat Pat Biden. He, are you suggesting that he looks cute? No. Pat Pat was like a day for an old dude, for a grandpa. Dude, he looks like... Yeah, but like Pap-Pap, to me, I imagine a cute old man. I don't imagine a, a, a sneaky, sniffy guy. You know? I know this is the Ask Nose podcast, but like, I don't like the kind of sniffing he does. You know? he He's... He's so weird, man. He is weird. That, 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 that I will not deny. Yeah. But, but if he looks like... He looks like the guy that would fuck your mom and then like he wouldn't say anything to you but the next day he'd be in the kitchen making breakfast for like your mom and he'd be like hey kid and then he'd just throw his jacket on and then he'd like leave probably with a pair of aviators on like a douchebag 100% like a bomber jacket <laughs> I did that as a one of my first ever bits was a stolen bit from a comedian where I said Joe Biden looked like a guy that fuck your mom. <laughs> he honestly just looks to me. He looks like some old dude that would probably buy you ice cream and be a little bit creepy, like uh, by the pier maybe. Yeah, and he'd have on shorts, even though he really shouldn't. Yeah. And he had yeah, and he has like. And he would like like he would talk to you for way too long. Dress socks with sneakers. Yeah, and it would be really hard to get away from him. He would just be, it would be hard to get out of this conversation. It would. Like, back out of it. It would. Oh, dude. Just fucking. Do you have a pseudo penis of the week? Oh, yes. I completely forgot. I was trying. I was just thinking because I was like, I know we have a segment. Like, we created a segment. No, we didn't create. Well, we we bit, stole a we segment. We a segment. Yeah. But we're, we, we bit it and then we chewed it into our own creation. No, I think it's it's. I think we still we're gonna need to make adjustments to the pseudo penis. I honestly, because I have I've only listened to one episode of History of Hyenas. I don't even really know what it is, so I've just kind of been picking. The pseudo penis is like the hyena has a pseudo penis. Yeah, I I have my own definition for pseudo penis, but do you want me to do do mine first? Go ahead. It's a clip. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. That's not a club. Yeah. Maybe I stare too much. Is this Justin Bieber? Dude, this is great. I didn't haven't heard this yet. No, what was that? Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Whoa, I was too, I was too, um, I was too stoned, but I did, I wasn't listening, but dude, Martin Luther King. Okay. 
and and the intro that was great and the song is like about his wife it's like about how much he like fucking loves his wife really yeah that's so random and you know what the gag is this is the first song of an album he just put out and that's not even it in the middle of the album there is a whole two-minute clip that is a mlk interlude Really? Really. In the in the in the middle of a song or its own interlude? It's like it's a track. Own interlude, yeah, it's a yeah. track. Yeah. And it's just a speech. Very weird. Very weird. Yeah, it's just a part of one of it's part of him preaching, like talking about loving something so much that you'll die for it. Is his name on that track? Like by Justin Bieber? Yeah, I don't Cuz like know. he did nothing for that, yeah, right? He didn't, no. <laughs> the producer <laughs> just clipped up a Martin Luther King thing. Like but so yeah, that was weird, uh, yo. And then his explanation, um, when he said, because you know everybody was like, "This isn't too new." He put this out over a week ago, I think now. And uh, everybody was like, especially niggas were like, "Excuse me." And he, so obviously his. Wait, 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 hold on. First, we need to back up. What black people are listening to Justin Bieber? You need to check yourself first. You need. Well, I heard about it from niggas, uh, nigga Twitter, and the read. Okay, which is hilarious, but go ahead. Because I don't listen to Justin Bieber, so Dude, I wouldn't have known. Honestly. What? If black people didn't pick it up, I wouldn't have known. Dude, because I, I can't believe I can't believe the Justin Bieber. Dude, I can't believe any black person ever listened to Justin Bieber. But he did make a song with Ludacris at one point. So, but so he said, and he said in his explanation, he goes, "We never learned about uh, the civil rights in Canada." <laughs> so, what did they ask him though? They asked him, like, what... I'm not 100% sure what... The, I don't think... It, this was just, like, it was his response that he posted in response to everything, like, in general. Like, this wasn't to a specific question. This was just after a bunch of people were, like... Was it? Was he getting, like, flack? Yeah, because people were, like, what? Why, the fuck, why, why did you use this Martin Luther King quote? It doesn't even make sense with what you're doing. You're not talking about freedom. And these quotes are about freedom. Like, what is this? What are you, white boy? What are, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Just generally, people were like confused and angry, mm-hmm. and which I won't. I don't know if that it really made me angry. <laughs> confused though, yes. But yeah, so he was like, "We didn't learn about it in Canada, so I just wanted to like spread, uh, like I wanted to raise awareness to those issues." Is what he said. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't get why all of a sudden our our artists like the biggest pop artists also are responsible for educating people about civil rights and they do it by in between their song about like fucking yeah it's it's you know it's that it is weird it just is weird how it was just couched in the middle of this album about his wife's like pussy Essentially, what it's about. Yeah, it's about how good a Baldwin pussy is. Now, well, I and I won't lie and say I listened to the album. Uh, that song is what I played. That's what I heard. That and the MLK interlude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My mom, my mom loves Justin Bieber. Really? Yeah, wow. dude, she likes anyone that claims to be Christian. Why MLK? And do you? I like. And then also like. Is there anyone in the world that doesn't know who MLK is? He's like he quite he might be the most famous black person to ever exist. Like <laughs> I don't know. Y'all just y'all they just they I would left have... him out up in Albuquerque. Left him out. Didn't even Albuquerque. put him in the book. Albuquerque? Is that is that in Canada? <laughs> That's uh in New Mexico, bud. 
Oh shit, that's the other That's where um, they filmed high school musical. Get your get your get your ass to know. What's one of the provinces? Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Who cares, dude, what those kids are learning? <laughs> I, I, I want to know what your take on it is, but I wouldn't. It might be different if I'm black, but I don't think it would be. I wouldn't be angry. I would think that shit's hilarious. Yeah, I, he's was... he's a rightful pseudo penis of the week because he made an ass of himself, but not like I wouldn't be offended. I'll yeah. be like. This guy is a like he's a pseudo penis, you I mean, know. I wasn't terribly, I wasn't offended. I just, I, I was same. I thought it was. I mean, me as a black person, I was like, I thought the shit was funny. He's, I a, was, <laughs> he's he, that was a dildo move. Yeah, it was acting like a dildo. But you know what? What we can say, or what I will say, is I was thankful that he didn't try to talk about black people. He just put a MOK quote that he thought applied to his album in there. Yeah, if he had tried to talk about the right. black experience, then that would have just really. I mean, that would have been. That have been <laughs> that have been, been hilarious, and he would be the pseudo penis winner of the week for the next five weeks. But uh, it's like he starts talking about freeing niggas and shit. Who's in jail right now? I don't even know. I don't know. Usher, I discovered him. Wait, I don't think Usher's, Usher's in jail? No, I oh, don't I think so, dude. Oh, you said Usher discovered him. Usher, okay. But I think just, Justin definitely went to jail a couple times. He's been locked up. Yeah, sure. I remember he peed in a bucket one time in like a movie theater. And... No, but he's doing better now. So good good for you, Justin. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, good for you. He's doing great. Just um, watch it. Watch it. Nah, keep doing it, Justin. Cause nah, he got to strike. Nah, he got to strike. Because you know niggas don't play. Don't, don't, don't. I think that shit's funny, dude. Don't get that nigga. He gonna go fuck his career up. He keep using MLK quotes. He need to quit. But he is. <laughs> if he's doing it seriously, I was like, come no, on. No, I Justin, think he like doing? he was because based on his response, like he was serious. Like he thought he was doing something with that. He wasn't doing it as a troll. Like he he wanted to bring awareness to the issue. I'm not really sure what that how that was supposed were to be though were you a big believer when you were like in middle school no i never listened to him in middle school i was listening to like metallica and like ozzy osbourne and shit like not justin bieber okay because he was all the rage in like middle school high school yeah i remember yeah. i do remember little girls like was walking around with binders with him on them backpacks all shirts dude it was wild that little fucking twig for a while man it Holy was shit. it was wild <laughs> Um, my pseudo penis of the week, Marvin Vittori, you fucking Italian motherfucker, you orc looking bitch. Um, that was a little too aggressive because this guy could definitely kick my ass. He's the Italian, uh, who just got a win this weekend at UFC in the main event. He was supposed to fight Darren Till, my, my favorite fighter. So I'm uh -huh. kind of like, I was mad because Darren pulled out because of injury. Mm -hmm. And... Marvin, now he 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 won rightfully so. He deserved to win. It was a dominant performance. Uh, but he's asking for Izzy now mm. as the next title challenger for the belt, and he's being a little bit of a pseudo penis because he hasn't. Rob Robert Whitaker, also one of my favorite fighters, hasn't lost. And he is the ex-champ, so he, I believe he's the rightful 
uh, the rightful heir to the next fight with Izzy, but Dana fucking hates him, or Dana wants to like suck off Izzy, so he refuses to let Rob fight Izzy right now. So it looks like Marvin might actually get that fight. Uh, wow. But he's my pseudo penis of the week because even though he could definitely kick my ass, uh, he can't kick Rob Whitaker's ass, and oh. Rob Whitaker deserves the title shot. So yeah. Okay, felt felt. Um, you know, I knew all those names that you said for the first time, so that was great. That was great for me. Bang. You fucking Italian prick. Dude, he is angry too. Is like, he angry? He's like a genuine. He seems like a genuine. Like, don't get me wrong world-class athlete all these things but a genuine asshole like a genuine <laughs> douchebag like the uh darren till uh-huh. broke his collarbone like a week or two before the fight and at the press the media day the week of the fight when they found a replacement he was accusing him of faking an injury like pulling out of the fight and I don't know, man. I don't know if he was doing it as a troll or for clout for the media to start picking up his name or if he was serious. It seemed like he was serious, um, but I did not take kindly to that. And and me and my other friend Jordan were on the phone after the fight, and b- both me and him are, like, stands for Darren Till. We're both, like, completely biased, so, like, you should take this with a grain of salt. But the we thought the way Vittori fought against Holland, we're like, dude, Till would eat this guy. Like, yeah. Till would be murdering this guy right now. You know, I was going to say, too, that, like, you sound like some dude says, like, you sound like he... Some dude had an altercation with your boyfriend in the bar right now. Hundred percent, my dude, straight up, straight up. Like I did not. This is the guy. Kindly to that. This is the guy whose merch I bought. Oh really? That like expensive ass shirt or whatever? Was that? Did we talked about that on the podcast? Did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's the guy. Okay. So I did not take it, dude. I just can't. I hope he gets healthy. And I hope he comes back ASAP because, dude, that guy's talking a lot of shit right now. Yeah. And he's he's good. Don't get me wrong. He can win any given night. And he's mean, but fuck that guy, dude. He's just a douchebag. Did that um Jake Paul fight happen? That's happening this weekend. Uh, okay. I don't know if it's happening Friday or Saturday, but this weekend's going to be awesome when it comes to fights because we're going to get Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, and we're going to watch uh, Robert Whitaker, Kelvin Gastelum, so... It's going to be some bangers. Yeah. Who do final prediction uh, to close out the podcast? Who wins Jake Paul or Ben Askren? Oh, Jesus. I mean, I would have to say Ben Askren because he's a coach, right? Uh, He's a, I mean, no, he's. Oh, I thought he was a coach. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I think he runs his own little like wrestling academy and he's a coach uh yeah. well i don't really know anything about uh how how he fights or jake paul fights but i i would put my i'm never gonna put money on jake paul so so okay ask her ask her for me that's my daddy okay he uh it's very interesting like i th- i was trying to talk to my professor about this who's like a marketing professor 
because the marketing for this fight has been insane. Yeah. It's all online digital marketing, super cheap, but like every video they put up does at least 5 million views. So it's insanely popular. But um, the Ben Askren did like a Rocky montage mm-hmm. and it was him doing all the Rocky things. And I genuinely thought it was hilarious. And it had the music like, na, 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 you know, and it got like 3 million views in three days. The- oh, I have a better reason for why actually I'm going for Ben Askren, because I saw the video of their weigh-in um, and like Jake Paul was acting like a fucking chihuahua. Like this nigga was literally so hyped for no reason, like acting like a straight child, like for real on some childish shit. It's like, we're not, this isn't the schoolyard. This is like, you guys are professional fighters, supposedly. Supposedly. Like, get it the fuck together. It was just weird. He was all up in this nigga's face. And the reason why I think Ben is going to whoop that white boy's ass is because of the way that he did not even begin to nibble at the bait. This nigga, he literally the whole time, he's not in he's white boy. I need to quit calling white people nigga on the podcast. <laughs> but he, the whole time, he just, like, just stared straight at this uh, at Jake Paul and just like just just he was just calm and casual about it it was just like dude you're a fucking child to me you're right he totally sunned him yeah. he realized someone said it best they're like he realizes he can't out shit talk you or like out he can't beat you at your own game mm-hmm. so he's just not going to play your game he's not going to try to like one up you yeah. he's just going to try to dismiss you which i don't know it, 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 it because his like what jake paul was saying like his fucking like whenever he was trying to make fun of ben he was like calling him like a pussy and shit like that shit is like to me it's like that's not even worth responding to like you didn't even come up with anything funny i mean basically what i just did to vittori yes i agree <laughs> i do agree though it's like it's cl- it's clearly bully behavior and it's like mentally Ben Askren is winning already, but Jay Paul moved like he got a little dick. I bet he got a little dick. I can't speak to that. I haven't seen his dick. Hey, to me, he acts like a reckless white boy that has just stupid as rocks and has a massive dick. So it could be the other way around as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, a kid who's just like dumb as fuck yeah. and will do anything for like to make his friends laugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's that kid. And those kids always have hogs. I don't know why. Oh God, no hogs. Um, speaking of white boys. White, white boy, boy summer? Yo. 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 WBS, white boy summer. What about it? Are you excited? I just mean, I want, um, like, what are you, are you excited? Dude. Excited for, for white boy summer? Yeah. No. Seriously, no, but I do have my, even though this is an audio podcast, I have my fucking shirt off and tits are out in honor of White Boy Summer. He does. His right nipple's been staring me in the eye this entire podcast. It's a White Boy Summer, so people are going to need to start getting comfortable seeing me shirtless, like in public. (laughs) So um, if that comes of White Boy Summer, I will actually respect it and I will consider joining. If I can, if I can somehow pull that off, Zach for for the audience, Zach like hates all his fellow white people for some reason. 
I don't hate my fellow white people. He doesn't want to take part in your don't, culture. You're totally miscategorizing and misrepresenting, but it's okay because luckily I was on the debate team too. So, <laughs> dude, I don't hate white people. You, you asked me if I was excited for White Boy Summer previously when we were, you know, on the back porch having one of our famous sessions and i also asked like what your culture is yeah and i was saying the 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 archetype of white boy that participated in white boy summer was not representative of all white boys but this white boy was um a white boy that pretended to be black uh a white boy that adopted and appropriated a lot of like a lot of aspects of black culture. Ooh, okay. So, Zach. Yeah. If White Boy Summer meant that you didn't have to wear a shirt all summer, but you had to say nigga. You had, like, a nigga quota for each week of the summer that you had to meet. Would you, would you participate? Yes. Ooh, okay. That's that's honestly a surprising answer because I've tried to get I've fucking tried to get this white boy to say niggas so many times because I think it's, I find it hilarious when uh, my white friends say nigga. It's so funny. Yeah, you've been like pressuring me into a corner and like tr- like I'm a cat and you're trying to like grab me and I'm like not gonna say it. Like I'm just not gonna <laughs> say it and I'm jumping back and forth. But yeah. Um, it's very interesting. It's very interesting dynamic when, whenever that happens. Cause I feel like, I feel like, uh, I don't know. It's funny. It's weird. <laughs> well, um, okay. Well, happy white boy summer, everybody. We've got, we're at iron 22 into this, so we should probably close it out. Do you have anything else? No, man. See, thank you for joining us. See you next time. Uh, Astonos out. Yes, thank you for listening, everybody. Oh, and it, <clears throat> I'm supposed to plug my um, plug my shit. That's the thing to do. So go find me at Alex J Prod everywhere. Yeah. And stop listening to this podcast and get a fucking job. <laughs>